Let's get into it. This is the Dare Show podcast. We're back for another episode. So Brittany and Christina have gone into this like weird moment. Um, Christina was at the like Latin Grammys or something like that. Um, Christina has new um, music, new Spanish music coming out, and already. The song, I think it's called Todos Somos Todos? Todos Somos. Somos Todos. Which I think is, um, means. Wait, Somos Todos? Or Complete? Or something like that? Um, I'm guessing it's like a darkish. It's maybe not even a darkish love story, but the video is very beautiful. It's very darkish in a way, like class, like in a way stereotypical, like Latin American drug dealer. This like Latin American um, house. I'm, I don't know the specific terminology, but this certain like house that a drug dealer would live in. Um, a Spanish style house. That's what I think I'm looking for. And um, she's in like these beautiful dark latex and edgy, like almost like Terry McGlair inspired clothing. I don't know who that was. I'm just like giving you a reference. Um, a, some good looks. I think she could have had a, like. I think she had like two or three looks. She I think she should have had a fourth look in the video to round it out, make it a little bit more diverse. But it was a really great video. That's one thing Christina does have. Sometimes the song is a little wonky, but the videos, the videos are always really beautiful and really good. This one was a really beautiful song. Um, the song is <laughs> so funny because the song she kind of starts off, and then she's like. Goes into this like wailing, and she just it just like starts off very Mariah Carey and I mean very Janet Jackson and very uh, Christina Aguilera, if you know what I mean. So Christina, um, she was on the the red carpet and she was like answering questions, and then the the interviewer was like, "What are your thoughts on Britney Spears being free?" And so I don't know. I'm not saying anything happened. But in the video, you can look. I like the video was chopped up a little bit because you see her look back at like her um, publicist. I'm guessing that's who it was for like a second, and then she looks back, and then the public is. It's like the publicist realized what the interviewer was saying. Was oh no, we're not doing that. No, thank you. Let's go on to the next. Like kind of rude. Um, and then Christina just says, I'm just happy for her. And you know what I find, you know, they were, at, I, they could have possibly been out of time. Um, but that surfaced. <laughs> and Brittany made a statement. And I'm like, oh Lord, Brittany. Brittany is just slightly off the handles. Brittany said, I love and adore everyone who supported me, but refusing to speak when you know the truth. Is equivalent is a, is a, is equivalent to a lie. Thirteen years of being in a corrupt, abusive system, yet why is it such a hard topic for people to talk about? I'm the only one who went through it. All the supporters who spoke up and supported me, thank you. Yes, I do matter. Oh, okay. Oh. 
I'm like, wait, what? Um, I feel like Britney was putting 20 on 10. No one was really going in like that on you. <sighs> Why do you want people to speak up about it now, Britney? I feel like if people really... Knew, I feel like people knew... You're saying people knew, but they didn't speak up like, you know, five years ago, six years ago. I think Christina felt guilty and so she had to make a or she wanted to defend herself June 28th oh this is a long time ago I'm not even gonna read this I thought she said this recently but she did speak on it um I think this is when it when she was Almost about to get conservative, her conservatorship ended. But as we know now, Britney's conservatorship has ended. Um, and she says, the past few days, I've been thinking about Britney and everything she was going through. It is unacceptable that a woman or a human wants to be in control of their own destiny might not be allowed to live a life as they wish. I just feel like y'all all knew what was going on and now you're acting... At the end of the day, this is how I feel on it. Y'all all knew, like, Cher was piping up. Not recently, but, like, in June, I think this was early this year, Cher was piping up. A lot of other people were piping up and talking about it and being shocked about it. But it's like, Britney's saying y'all knew. I believe y'all knew. And now you're just hopping on the bandwagon of free Britney. When you guys, as a celebrity, as, you know, these powerful people, I think you guys could have done something or brought awareness to it before a fan brought, you know, her fan, her fandom brought the, brought the awareness to the public. Excuse me. It's, it's very shaky. It's very crazy. It's very confusing, but I believe y'all knew, and y'all just aren't saying anything. Y'all just didn't say anything. And now, you, like I said, you're just hopping on this bandwagon, and it's not a cute look. And it looks, it's, anno it's annoying. It's annoying, to say the least. But Britney is free. Britney is still... I think something wrong, something is still wrong with Britney mentally. Um, Just by the way she posts stuff. <laughs> That's all I have to say. So Shaka Khan and Stephanie Mills, almost a week ago now, I didn't even realize what was happening. They did a versus, and I was watching the Heather B. I was listening to the Heather B. Um, Heather B. Live on Sirius XM Urban View, and she was talking about it. And she, you know, Shaka was very different. Shaka has a history of. <laughs> drug abuse some of the people on her show were going in on Shaka did I say Shaka and Stephanie Mills did a versus Shaka Khan and Stephanie Mills did a versus that's what that's what I'm talking about I'm just like I don't it was so hard and so sad to listen to because I kind of started getting teary-eyed because they're like, this woman, you know, she's older and she's possibly still abusing drugs. I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that was drugs. I can definitely see moments of like alcohol, like a little drunk 
familiarity. I can definitely see that. I don't want to say. I don't want to say that she's still doing drugs, even though she has been to rehab in the past like five years. She has checked herself in. Um, and I do remember earlier this year. Well, no, no, no. Was that this? No, I don't think. Oh crap! When was this? It might have been last year when she did. Um, yeah, I think it was last year she did. What is it called? That show on YouTube with that man, he talks to people about, like, different things. You know, he had, like, Nick Cannon, and he'll talk to, like, the um, Malcolm X's children. Like, these deep, dark interviews and exposés on different people and people's lives in the rap community, mostly. But um, Lunel did it. Um, DJ, DJ Vlad? Yeah, DJ Vlad. Lunel did it with Lunel interviewed Shaka Khan, and I remember somebody saying Shaka Khan looked like she was still offending whatever she offends, still being you know on drugs. And I was like, oh no, I think it was Nayrod might have said that. I was like, oh no, but that was a really good interview. Shaka Khan is always um, no filter. She's always real with you about how she feels about stuff. But anyways, it was just sad to hear, you know, throughout the years, this one person called in and was like, yeah, Shaka did this, and uh, she did like a Troops concert, and she, you know, she was a little high, but she made it through. And I was like, oh no, that's really sad to hear. I don't know why this went on. I'm guessing it was the money, you can't back down, but I'm like, and people were like, <clears throat> Shaka, people were saying, calling it in, her co-host I think mostly was talking about Shaka being, you know, this is her life, you know, Shaka does drugs, and we just got a glimpse into one of, you know, her, a day in her life, and I'm like, <sighs> I don't want to believe that, it's very heartbreaking, I really got into, you know, I, you know, everybody knows, you know, through the fire and I feel for you and the hit, um, I'm blanking. My favorite song by Shaka. Do, 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 and then you fit your eyes around. Hey, do, do, I'm blanking on the song. I really got into her live album last year. So I'm just like, kind of like, I appreciate Shaka's, um, gift and, Everlasting Love, that there's this one performance, I think I told you guys, this is one performance, incredible, so beautiful, the backgrounds, her, it's, it's just really great, but Shaka not being well is like so sad, and it's like, I don't want to believe that we got a glimpse into her life, I want to believe, you know, maybe... And I don't think she even came out and said anything about it. Like, it's very embarrassing. Her behavior was very embarrassing. And it's so unfortunate for unfortunate that this had to happen. I wonder if Patty has, like, reached out and said something to her or asked her how she's doing or whatever. It's just like, oh, man. Why did this have to, have to happen? I don't want to believe she was high. I think, you know, maybe she was just, like, a little tipsy or, you know, maybe something else ah it's so heartbreaking 
And I don't, like I said, I don't want to believe we got a glimpse into her life. I want to believe we got, you know, something just, and it's, that's the main, the main thing is, it's so unfortunate that this had to happen during this moment. And I think people were kind of downplaying Stephanie Mills' um, success in the recent, like, years or whatever. They were like, you know, versus put you on, versus let you expose yourself to people. But I'm like, yeah, that's true. But, you know, Patty, Shaka, Gladys, these women are still all touring. Stephanie, these women are still all touring. Oh, the other thing I want to say, I was shocked because, I was shocked to see this because just a couple of weeks ago, the um, YouTube channel iHeart, Aretha Franklin, they had talked about how they went and saw Shaka Khan for the first time, and it was an amazing uh, um, experience. It was an amazing concert. So I was just like, wait, what? What happened from then, like two weeks ago to now? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know, you guys. Um, If I Didn't Love You by Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood. Um, if you didn't listen to my first Grammy nomination podcast, where I talked about the Grammy nominations. Uh, it got nominated for Best um, Country Duo or Group or whatever. Very exciting. They did it on the American Music Awards this past Sunday. It was lip sync. It was taped. It was edited. I wasn't expecting that. But it was still pretty good. <laughs> I think the whole like no chemistry thing got solved by having Jason Aldean sitting at the piano through the whole entire song. And, you know, Carrie Underwood giving little glimpses, but still giving really great... She sounded really great. It was sounded different than the regular version or the past version we heard on um, this other Sunday. Sounded a little bit different. Still very good. Like, an acoustic moment feel to it. That's what I kind of felt from it. Uh, Carrie Underwood's voice, his voice, for, first of all, since it was lip sync, I think the last performance, his mic was a little low or he wasn't singing loud enough or something. It was a little slightly off. But this one, you know, Carrie's, even though it was lip sync and I think it was like maybe uh, another, they just re recorded it. Uh, Carrie's voice was so powerful, so strong and so prominent. Like... It's a certain, uh, maybe it's like her tone or like she just has a certain soulfulness to me that when she would like her, her voice during the song, like I felt it in my body, like her voice just like radiated to my like body and I'm just like, oh yes. So go check that out. It's on YouTube. It's the AMA um, American Music Awards version. I didn't like her dress, but whatever. They were on like this rooftop. It was recorded. Um, I wasn't expect. Like I said, I wasn't expecting that. I thought they were gonna do a, do it live, but it was still pretty good. And I guess you know they sold it enough to get a, um, a Grammy nomination. We'll see if they win. Uh, Carrie, send me tickets to your Las Vegas show. I definitely want to come see Reflections. She has this like online charity thing where you send money in, or online raffle where you send money in. And you get raffled two tickets to Las Vegas. And I'm like, I want to do that, but I'm not like, you write the check. Don't pay asking me to write the check. You got the check money. Child. Anyways, when I come back, what are we going to talk about when I come back? We're going to talk about the top 10 
female artists of all time, according to Barstool Sports. So, this week's Welcome back to the Dare Show podcast. <laughs> uh, on this podcast, we talk about music, other stuff. I go on rant sometimes. Um, I appreciate music. I tell you some good music to go listen to. And one of the songs this week, the song of the week, I think I'm just going to make it Ain't Nobody, the song I couldn't think of, by Shaka Khan featuring Rufus, or is it Shaka and Rufus, whatever. Um... Ain't nobody gonna let me better. Yeah, that's the song of the week. One of my favorites, especially like a live version. Ended it. Um, so this week I woke up to Twitter and I saw like people talking about Ashley Simpson. And I was like, what are they talking about Ashley Simpson for? And wait, she's not on here. Oh, yeah, she is. Okay. So Barstool, I don't know who this is. Barstool Sports came out with <laughs> the top 10 female singers of all time, a list. And it says rankings generated from data gathered by the ULL. I don't know what that is. So number 10 on the list is Addison Ray. I don't know who that is. I think she's a new artist. I think she just got nominated, if I'm not mistaken, for a Grammy. I think I saw her on the list. I don't know her. Number nine is Adele, who has, her album has already gone gold. Um, I think it's, like, the most critical album or the most selling. It might be the, I think, it, I know it's the most selling album of this year. I think the most critical album also. Adele. She's success. She's successing. Uh, people are loving her album, us all people are talking about they're enjoying the you know the motherly awareness and life awareness even a co-worker told me she loves adele and she's really getting into the album i was like okay i get into it i'm not a big adele fan but like i said the thing about adele her trying to self-sabotage in a way but not putting out her not agreeing to put out her best work because she doesn't want to be as successful as she was with Hello. It's so self-sabotage. And it just shows all, mostly all that you've put out, people have loved from the beginning in a way. Number eight on the list is Miss Tina Turner as best female singers of all time. That's a good diversity moment. I don't... I don't know. Sometimes... Tina has a very unique voice. That's all I'll leave it at. Here's the one that I woke up to. Ashley Simpson trending on Twitter. <laughs> Out of all these on the list that I see, she's probably the least successful in a way or the le the most, like, people don't really pay attention to her like that. But Ashley Simpson's voice is very good. I love her all, pretty much all of her albums, starting off with um, Autobiography and the little TV show she had. And then it was like the making of Autobiography, which was so cool. And then her life, pretty much a piggyback off of Jessica Simpson's um, reality TV show. This is like 2004, 2005-ish. Love that. 
And I love um, the I Am Me album, hit after hit after hit after bop after bop. Such great songs on that album. And then she has the um, Bittersweet World album. I wasn't, I didn't get into it as when it came out. I wasn't really paying attention, but I got back and I listened to it like years, a couple of years after it came out. And I'm like, oh, this is a really good song. Um, La La, wait, what is that? La La, La La, in the kitchen. Oh, that's a hit right there. But um, whatever lead that was off of Bittersweet album. So I, I appreciate um, Ashley Simpson on this list. Musically wise, vocal wise, I guess not. Number six, Beyonce. A lot of people don't consider Beyonce a singer. They just consider her as a performer. And it's like, if you don't know me by now, you never, oh, sorry. You never ever will. I don't really care to defend Beyonce's vocal ability. But one thing I do want to talk about with Beyonce, I've had this on my talk bits list for a while, is, you know, Beyonce not having, like, this big ballad. And I think Beyonce, she does have a big ballad, and it is Halo. But I think as far as, like, number ones, Beyonce is always an up-tempo girl. Beyonce, you know, Crazy Love, Drunken Love, Single Ladies, um... Even, like, the Destiny Child, Say My Name, and um, Independent Woman. I mean, Bootylicious, I think. Uh, I don't think Independent Woman went number one. I know Bootylicious, like, these up-tempo, fun songs. I think that, you know, that's her lane. Um, that's her thing. And I think we're looking for that one-hit song where she's had many hit songs for, you know, more than two weeks. Check on it with number one. Like these are, these are, that's her lane. I forgot about check on it, check on it. Um, but then, you know, she does have like the little like mid tempos, like irreplaceable. And then the ballads, like perfect duet that all went number one. So it's like, eh, eh, I don't know. And I think if I were a boy went to like top, was it like top five? So I, Beyonce, yes, she doesn't have the Whitney Houston ballad, the Celine Dion, the um, Tony Braxton ballad. But she that's not really her lane, I think. Her lane is like a rap-ish song, up-tempo, dance music, female empowerment music. That's her lane. That's her thing. So leave her alone. Anyways, <laughs> what's next? Number five, Aretha Franklin. Okay, you got to put Aretha on a list. She's not my absolute favorite artist, but she is very important to music. Lady Gaga. I agree. Lady Gaga is a great vocalist, a great singer, a very diverse singer. Also, Beyonce is a very diverse singer. JoJo is number three. Whitney Houston is number two. And interesting, Mariah Carey is number one. I'm just thinking, is Mariah my number one favorite singer? Not really. On a list, probably not ever number one. Am I? And that's just me personally because I love a live singer. Aretha's really good live most of the time. Beyonce's incredible live. Whitney Houston's incredible live. <sighs> Mariah isn't the best live singer. 
Mariah gives great studio vocals, great backgrounds, great lyrics. I don't know. That's just me. On to the next. What's next on my list? Three, four. Let's end the pod. Oh, let's talk about Tamar and Patty. So I saw this clip of um, John Stanley, who I think is still, you know, officially back as her Patty LaBelle's music director. He posted a clip of her and him and Tamar Braxton. And so I saw somebody say, like, Tamar was going to be a part of Patty's cooking cook-off like holiday cook-off and i'm like what's this i don't i I couldn't find any more information so i'm not sure if this is going to be on like youtube if it's going to be on like network tv if it's just for fun for them but yeah that was interesting so let's end this podcast with a little fun news right so little nas x Little Nas isn't necessarily doing the quote-unquote traditional promotion, going around doing interviews, performing everywhere. I think he performed maybe like three times. I know SNL and like some award show months ago. I think those are the BET Awards. Um, I think because... He's definitely, definitely, you know, an internet kid and into pop culture and what's popping, you know, TikToks and stuff like that. His promotion for his album, I haven't, like I said, I haven't really seen him do a lot of traditional promotions, like not a lot of interviews. I know he was in like, um, he was in GQ's magazine. But I'm, I was like, kind of expecting him to do like, you know, award, more award shows in a way more and i wonder why not really like a lot of press that i've seen but one promotional thing that came out this week was him doing maury right (laughs) he was on maury and it was like a continuation of his that's what i want video i'm not really sure what happened in the video i think he just like fell in love with this dude or whatever and that's the continuation and maury was he fell in love with this dude, which didn't make sense because they're in the video, they're in high school, and the video is like a month later. So I'm like, you guys are still in high school, and this random like the storyline just didn't make sense because the dude had a was is married and has a kid, and it's like this story isn't really making sense. Um, and so the dude that they decided, the dude that's like playing the lead, he's not the greatest actor at all um i feel like they could have got some real actors in and made this really funny it was really funny but it made this like top tier funny um you know he was on mari professing his love for this dude but like i said this dude was married with a baby and he's like you need to leave them or he doesn't want you anymore girl and he wants me and she's like no we're married. What are you talking about? We have a kid. It was funny. You can go check that out. Um, just notification. The story is wonky, a little wonky, and it just needs a little tip-topping structure to make it really good, to make it make sense if you really, if you know what's going on. But if you don't, you'll probably still enjoy it. 
But anyways, on that note, I'm going to end this podcast. Uh, thank you so much, so much, so much for listening. Happy Native American Awareness Day. Tomorrow is um, Native American Awareness. I think in California, that's what, that's what it's named. Uh, and on that note, I'll be back next week. I don't know what else I want to talk about next week. Um, but I'm... I'll be back next week. And thank you so much for listening. What are your thoughts? Tell me what your thoughts um, on my YouTube page, the Dare Show podcast. You can always leave a comment there. My Instagram page is my love, my need tonight, my love, my need tonight. And that's it for this week. And I have this fierce single that Sammy McKinney and these little guys put together, baby. I got a single that'll make you jump up and dance. And if you can't dance to that, you got a hole in your soul, okay? Mm. Huh?